Hello, hello, hello. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. And here we are, Salenti and the Judge, ladies and gentlemen, and children of all ages. Nobody, nobody anywhere, any place says what Judge Napolitano says with the judicial authority that he has. And what he is bringing to the people of the United States and the world is something that we all need if we want to have three basic elements of our life, and that is the inalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So thank you, Judge Napolitano, for being here today. And there's a lot to talk about. It's and always a, It's always a pleasure, Gerald. Thank you. And, of course, the, um, the most important things to talk about is, you ready for this? Cannoli. Oh, God. This is the Salenti Espresso. The world should know I now use Salenti's Espresso style. <laughs> these are from Villabato. My buddy Vinny brought these, and, and uh, Joy made the Struffoli for, look at these. Wow. Where are they? Here we go. I've only seen Struffoli at Christmas time. I know. She sent it to me for Valentine's Day. Wow. She Isn't must that be nice? crazy about you. Oh, look at this. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, that espresso. Here's to you, my man. And the judge now grinds it by hand. Whole different taste. Yes. So, judge, in talking about freedom peace and justice and life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Everything we do now, the government knows all about it. And you have an article coming out, CIA spies and their collaborators. In the past month, this column has twice addressed the unbridled propensity of federal intelligence. And we've done this on the show as well, twice. Uh, intelligence agencies to spy on Americans without search warrants as required by the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution. But, for, you know, you, you, just to correct something, I think intelligence <sighs> is an oxymoron. Yes, it is. They have co-opted that word just like the liberals co-opted the word liberal from classical liberals, people who resisted the monarchy and resisted uh, authoritarian government. Uh, George Orwell made a lot of brilliant and gifted statements, one of which is words will be very, very important in the battle uh, of ideas. There's nothing intelligent about the intelligence community except that they keep getting away with it. And let's, how much, what part of the budget, what it's about, what, $40 billion, $50 billion, what is it? How much well, do we, we pay each year to these? We things? don't know. We Even don't know. though the Constitution requires that every budget item be published in a public journal, we don't know what the CIA, the NSA, the FBI's spying apparatus, the DEA, uh, EA, uh, the DIA, there's 16 of them. They all have three or four uh, letters denominating them. We don't know what they spend. I mean, one of the ways that the uh, CIA uh, gets everything that's inside of our um, mobile devices 
is by going to the uh, big tech and bribing them. We don't know how much money is. Some of the big techs tell the CIA to go take a hike. Some take the CIA's cash and, uh, and give them what they want. In the Bush years, the Congress enacted a statute compelling big tech to allow the intelligence communities to be present on their property. That statute no longer exists, so now the CIA has to bribe them. But back to your question, we don't know how much money is being spent because Congress is willing to let the intelligence communities violate that portion of the Constitution, which says all federal expenditures shall be published in a public journal. And we pay them. This is our money. Of course, yes, yes. This, this is, is our, our money. money that we work for, that they steal from us to give to them, and they won't tell us how much of our money they are taking from us to give to this. Oh, and by the way, you know, this article, it's going to be posted tomorrow, and Rockwell will have it up. Tonight. Uh, and and you, you think about this. Tell me all of the, what did you say? You write here that the, um, when the CIA was created in 1947, members of Congress who fear the establishment here of the type of domestic surveillance apparatus that the Allies had just defeated in Germany insisted that the new CIA have no role in American law enforcement and no legal ability to spy within the United States. The legislation creating the CIA contains those limitations. Before you go on to comment on it, tell me all... Now, 1947, was that 74 years ago? Tell me the great, great, great accomplishments of the CIA. Name me one. Name me one. They've uh, drained our liberty. They've drained our treasury. And they haven't saved us at all. With all the spying that they did, how the hell did 9-11 happen? They, they can capture every keystroke on every mobile device of every person in the United States. And still, these tragedies have happened. So the answer to your question is, there is no answer. Yeah. And how about, how about that other crap that they invented also? Homeland Security. Yeah, I'll feel you up. Yeah, I'll, 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 I will steal your rights away from you. Homeland Security. All the money that they're stealing from us. I wonder if the people watching us now, many of whom use airports all the time, and that's your reference to feel you up, that's the TSA, know how many Homeland Security police officers there are. Do, do the people watching us now know that there's a federal police department? They wear black shirts and khaki pants. There are one hundred thousand uh, of them uh, why do we need a federal police department we have state and local police we already have the fbi the cia is here contrary to its charter and contrary to the constitution and george w bush created another police department and his successors keep adding to it to the point where we're now up to a hundred thousand federal cops most people have probably never seen these people because they usually show up at mass gatherings. They don't patrol the streets. They don't maintain safety in the streets. They don't investigate crimes. They just show up wherever and whenever the feds want them there. Is this everyone listening? What you're hearing from Judge Napolitano, you're not hearing anywhere else. Again, there's no authority, a judicial authority, with the experience that you have and what you're telling the people. This is a crime against humanity. 
what they have done to us. This article you, you go on to write over here, the agents who had have infiltrated, infiltrated state governments didn't arrive until after December 4th, 1981. That's the date that President Ronald Reagan signed Executive Order 12333, it should be 666, <laughs> which purports to give the CIA authority to spy in America, supposedly looking for narcotics from foreign countries and to keep and keep from law enforcement whatever it finds. Explain I mean, Reagan, this. Reagan um, bought the arguments of Jim Baker and everybody else around him that narcotics was the worst problem we have. Let me tell you, narcotics, the government's war on drugs has destroyed the Fourth Amendment, has destroyed the right to privacy, has, has almost obliterated the chains uh, on the government. The whole purpose of the, of the Constitution is to keep the government off our backs. The government is off our backs and in our bellies and in our bedrooms and in our bank accounts and in our legal documents and in our medical records. And, and much of this is because of the war on drugs. So when Reagan violated the Constitution by allowing spying without warrants, violated the CIA charter by permitting them to gather evidence of crimes in the, uh, in the United States, he unleashed them. But he did say, I know you guys are breaking the law. I'm letting you break the law to keep the country safe. But if you acquire evidence from breaking the law, you can't give it to the FBI because they're not allowed to use evidence illegally obtained. He had that foresight. George W. obliterated the wall between illegal spying and law enforcement and said to the CIA, whatever you find, give it to the FBI. I don't care how the hell they got it. So as a result of that, the CIA is everywhere in the United States, as is the NSA. Look, there's only 8,000 FBI agents. We don't know how many people the CIA employs. The NSA employs 60,000. So there are more than 100,000 human beings employed directly or indirectly, because some of them are uh, outside civilian contractors, by the federal government whose sole professional job is to spy on the rest of us. Reagan gave this to us, Bush expanded it, and every president since then, including Trump, who was horrifically victimized by this, looked the other way. These are executive orders that Reagan and Bush signed. Donald Trump could have invalidated them with the stroke of a pen, but he didn't. You know, you mentioned Reagan, Bush, Trump, that we the people of the United States have to take these orders from one little arrogant clown, one egotistic, psychopathic, pathological liar. This is not the way this country should be. Who the hell are you? Uh, my executive order. I'm the president. Unfortunately, that's, that's the way we are today. And, and this is almost... I mean, but think about it. We got one person telling us what to do? Yes. One person? Yes. A little jerk like Georgie e. W. Bush? A little nobody if daddy wasn't George Bush, if grandpa wasn't Prescott, a little boy born on third base and thought he had a home run, a little nothing of a nobody. I'll tell you what to do. 
You're not Americans anymore. I will tell you what to do, and you will follow my orders. It's an executive order. I'm an executive. Problem is that, you know, with the CIA and the NSA spying on members of Congress, they, they, they have dirt on members of Congress, which is why this stuff doesn't get undone. It grows by an order of magnitude because Congress keeps increasing their uh, budgets and keeps it secret from the rest of us. This is almost undoable, uh, short of secession uh, from the union or short of a, a Congress filled with people who think like <laughs> Ron Paul and Thomas Massey. And that's yeah. not going to happen overnight. No, 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 not, not with the crime syndicate in charge. It's not going to happen. You know, but again, you have the solution. And you said it a couple of weeks ago. Taxation without representation. Why are we paying these federal income tax? If we don't pay these federal income tax, then we don't have to have these clowns telling us what to do, how to do it, and watching everything that we do. Well, if a state seceded from the union and we and people of like mind went to and lived in that state, I would think it would be a very popular place to go to. There would be no federal income tax. There would, be, there would be no federal government. Now, maybe the state would enter into some kind of an agreement with the feds to protect us if we were invaded. But why would anybody invade us? Look, the other thing is, let's look at, again, the income tax, which you've very clearly made that it came from Woodrow Wilson back in what year? Oh, it was about 1913, 1912 or 13. Right. And then the World War One, and they were, how much was the income tax going to be? Oh, well, Wilson promised uh, that the income tax would never exceed 3%. Two years after he promised it, it was at 90%. Uh, that was to pay uh, for World War One. Again, probably the least useful, most useless, however you want to say it, uh, war in the modern uh, era and among the more uh, destructive. It was just a dispute amongst the old ancient regime, the last of the kingdoms in, uh, in Europe. The only kingdom still surviving is Great Britain as a kingdom uh, over, over borders. And he had to get involved. And of course, it arguably produced uh, World War II yep. because of the way they treated Germany, which did not start the war with the way they treated Germany at the end of World War I. Yep. Yeah, the Versailles Treaty. And everybody knew that, that the World War II would follow as a result of that treaty. Correct. Correct. So going back to this, you know, but you do have the answer in the sense that if we had a presidential candidate and one of the platforms of that presidential candidate was we are going to slowly eliminate federal taxes. This is not what this country was built upon. This is the way it started. And now it has to end. I think such a candidate would be very popular. I, I think would say, the, yeah, the truckers yeah. in Canada would register to vote in the United States. <laughs> and going back to the truckers in Canada, you and I were on this right from the beginning. And we said this was a mega trend with a lot of power behind it. And it has. You saw all of a sudden five provinces in Canada, one after another. Well, we're relaxing our our uh, COVID war mandates. Well, oh, no, no, the truckers had nothing to do with it. We want to get business back. Oh, you want to get business back? You're the guys that closed them down. Right. But anyway, this is powerful what's going on there. They yeah. all, the Canadian politicians 
coward to the 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 cowards. The Canadian coward politicians coward to the f Canadian truckers' freedom convoy. Let me make a prediction right here. This will undo the uh, Justin Trudeau regime. Oh, yeah. uh, his, his government will suffer uh, a vote of no confidence. He'll go up, be up for re-election, and he'll lose. His authoritarian, dictatorial, utterly groundless, absolutely unlawful declaration uh, of emergency in which they can suspend civil liberties and arrest you without cause and detain you uh, without charge and confiscate your truck and invalidate the insurance on your truck. How crazy is that? So you got a, an 18-wheeler on a Canadian highway and the government has taken its insurance away. They can do all this stuff to you. This is going to explode in Trudeau's face. Again, even you having you know, uh, organizations coming out in, in Canada saying how, we, how this is so out of, it, it has nothing to do with the Emergency Act. But again, it shows you the power of one person. And how can this happen? What is this? You know, you talked about before World War I about the monarchies breaking up. These guys are like monarchs. Yes. Yes. You know, and going back to the intelligence and intelligence, again, an oxymoron. This is from AP. U.S. intelligence officials on Tuesday, yesterday, accused a conservative financial news website. This is not journalism. You don't call them a name. Conservative. Oh, you mean they don't swallow the crap that you like to swallow? So call them a name. Anyway, uh, with a significant American readership of amplifying Kremlin propaganda and alleged five media outlets targeting Ukrainians have taken direction from Russian spies. The officials, the officials, official pieces of crap, said Zero Hedge, which has 1.2 million Twitter followers, published articles created by Moscow-controlled media that were then shared by outlets and people unaware of their nexus to Russian intelligence. The officials did not say whether they thought Zero Hedge knew of any links to spy agencies and did not allege direct links between the website and Russia. This is reported by ABC. Oh, a connection between the government and the media? That little Stepanopoulos, little boy that was with the Clinton administration. Right. And you look at all the people in the American media that were with the government. And they got the nerve to put out crap like this, shooting out of his little arrogant mouth. Oh, I'm not allowed to say what Russia Today writes. I'm not allowed to look, look at Sputnik. No, no, no. I only have to believe the lies coming from the toilet paper of record, the New York Times. We have now shown the aluminum tubes coming from Nigeria to... to, to uh, Saddam Hussein, he's making those, or Niger, making those weapons of mass destruction. They could, they could sell. We did the details from fairness and accuracy in reporting. Back during the Iraq war, do you know how many anti-war people the major media had on? One percent. Wow. One percent. I'm, I'm terrified 
uh, if the government is going to challenge the exercise of free speech, whether it's Zero Hedge or anybody else, because the Supreme Court has ruled definitively and consistently your right to think as you wish and say what you think and read what you want and listen to whomever you want is an absolute unbridled natural right and the government is immune from and it is immune from government interference but they don't so care don't know, they the, do what the they want these, anyway who the hell these intelligence, intelligence so-called intelligent intelligence people are that they're upset that they don't like what they read in zero hedge if you don't like what you read don't read, don't it, read it or counter it with more speech but you can't use the assets of the government to silence it yeah, this is what they write. This is from, this from ABC. <laughs> Zero Hedge has been sharply critical of Biden and posted stories about allegations of wrongdoing by his son, Hunter. Allegations? Allegations? This little piece of crap that don't know shit about anything? All of a sudden, he's on the board of directors of Burisma Energy when the United States launched the overthrow of Ukraine? Oh, along with John Kerry's stepson? Uh, Christopher Hines from Hines 57. This is the way they write this. While, while perhaps best known for its coverage of markets and finance, the website also covers politics with a conservative bent. This, this is not journalism. Conservative bent, bend over. Because that's all you guys are doing, man. <laughs> Gerald, no, nobody. I, I know you admire my use of words, but nobody is as forceful as you. <laughs> And, and the world should know when you and I are together and there are not cameras in front of us, you're the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Judge, that these people are telling us what to do is a sick joke. It is. It's a crime against humanity. Yeah, but it's Look, very, very, very dangerous if they take any action against Zero Hedge or anybody because of their free speech. Zero again, Hedge can reprint speeches by Putin if it wants. It can reprint anything it wants. And they're absolutely protected because of the freedom of speech. You know, you go back to the Trends Journal, back to, this is when it was a quarterly, spring 2014, a big article in here by Dr. Paul Craig Roberts. And you know what it's about? Russia getting ready to invade Ukraine. Wow. It's going to happen any day now. They keep they have taught us to hate Russia since I'm a, we're little kids when they had us hiding on the desks in case an atom bomb was dropped on us. I remember those days, yes. Yeah, and scared the hell out of me as a little kid. Every time I saw an airplane, I was afraid. They've been teaching us to hate Russia. Oh, but you know what? Remember those Nazi Germans? Ah, oh, that's all right. They're okay now. Oh, how about Japan? Well, they're fine. Oh, you mean Russia, who was an ally with us during World War II? Hate them. Right. Oh, the Russia that, that, that destroyed Yemen? That's the worst humanitarian crisis on earth? Oh, no, that's not Russia. That's Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, with the help of the United States. Oh, right. you mean the Russia that overthrew the, the richest country in Africa, uh, Libya? Oh, no, that was Obama, the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner. Right, right, right. Oh, we got to get that guy a spot out of there. That was Russia, wasn't it? The no, Russians, that was Obama. The Russians, the Russians that invaded Afghanistan and the Russians that invaded Iraq. Wait a minute, that was George W. No, the Russians had already invaded Afghanistan. Right. They left. 
nobody can take over Afghanistan for very long. No, if, if Alexander the Great couldn't pull it off, right. if into the valley of death rode the 600 at the height of the UK empire couldn't pull it off, right. and America hasn't won a world war since World, war since world War II, what makes you think you're going to win? Right. And again, dude, this hatred has to stop. We have to bring peace on earth, goodwill to men. And thank you for what you're doing because you're making that happen. Uh, thank you for this opportunity uh, to chat with you and your gazillion fans, Gerald. All the best. Thank you so much. See you next week.